The indictment of seven Long Island Railroad workers for disability fraud in late 2011 cast a spotlight on one troubled government agency. But this particular fraud was more the norm than the exception. Until recently, over 90% of the Long Island Railroad workers, even those who worked desk jobs, retired with disability. That added about $36,000 to their annual pension. The cost to New York City taxpayers over the past 10 years was $300 million. As one investigator put it, fraud of this kind became a culture of sorts among the Long Island Railroad workers who took to gathering in doctors' waiting rooms, bragging to each other about their disabilities while simultaneously talking about their golf games. The Long Island Railroad disability epidemic is typical of public employee unions. To cite but one other example, 82% of senior California state troopers declare themselves disabled in their last year before retirement. Another method of pension abuse is artificially increasing pensions with excess overtime in the last year of employment. It's called spiking pensions. This is so common that it's taken for granted. As Americans have become more aware of public employee unions' corruption and how that corruption has led to states nearly going bankrupt, they've begun to do something about it. Governors in Wisconsin and Ohio led well-publicized showdowns with public unions. Union leaders responded that these governors were, quote, decimating the collective bargaining rights of public employees. But what are these so-called rights? They're mostly rich benefit packages, usually highly disproportionate compared to private sector workers' benefits, that are drowning public budgets. In addition to the financial corruption, and even worse, is the lack of productivity among public union members. I've never seen anyone terminated for incompetence, observed a longtime human relations official in New York City. And Los Angeles, over the past decade, succeeded in firing a total of five teachers out of 33,000. And it cost Los Angeles three and a half million dollars to do so. These so-called collective bargaining rights have made government virtually unmanageable. Promotions, reassignments, and layoffs are dictated by rigid rules without any opportunity for managerial judgment. In 2010, shortly after receiving an award as the best first-year teacher in Wisconsin, Megan Sampson had to be let go because of the last-in, first-out provision of the union contract. How big is our government employment system? Here are some numbers. Over 20 million people work for federal, state, and local government. That is one in seven workers in America. And their salaries and benefits total roughly $1,500,000,000 of taxpayer funds each year. That equals about 10% of the entire American gross domestic product. What's the solution? A good first step would be to ban the collective bargaining right of public service unions to automatically deduct union dues from members' paychecks. If the union members want to give money to their unions for use for political purposes, that's their right. But it shouldn't be an automatic deduction like taxes are. It should be a free choice. Some states, such as Indiana, have succeeded in eliminating the automatic deduction requirement. So it can be done. But it's never easy. A ballot measure in California in 2012 proposed a similar restriction, but failed. Little wonder unions went all out to oppose it. 
Public unions used their massive war chest collected from these automatic deductions, close to $750 million per year, according to the Wall Street Journal, in two ways. First, to block reform, and second, to help elect sympathetic local officials who then turn around and negotiate the union members' salaries and benefits. In other words, public unions buy the politicians who in turn buy the union's votes with the public's money. Government is supposed to serve the public, not public employees. In America, that is not what is happening. I'm Philip Howard of Common Good for Prager University. Would you like to see more courses like this one? Donate, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and visit PragerUniversity.com.